live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. And for the first time since 2008, your Kansas Jayhawks are bowl eligible. The final score, Kansas 37, Oklahoma State 16. Number two goes down as Georgia, the number one team in the AP poll, knocks off the second-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Final score from Sanford Stadium, Georgia 27 and Tennessee 13. Here we go. Snap to Daniels. Sprint out. Throw to the right. Caught! Right corner of the end zone! Mason Taylor! Tigers win! Tigers win! Hey now! 32-31! And the fans storm the field! Burrow takes the snap, gives to Mixon, bouncing it wide to the left. Penalty flag down. He's at the 10. 5 into the end zone for what could be his fifth touchdown. A 15-yard run for Joe Mixon, who has just set the Bengals' single-game record with five touchdowns in a game. In play-action fake, pass to the right side, caught ball, touchdown Tampa Bay! Buccaneers take the lead with nine seconds, Kate on. Fire the cannons! Fire the cannons! Fire them again! Willis throws it near side, it's broken up! It's broken up! It's broken up! And the Kansas City Chiefs have rallied to beat the Tennessee Titans in overtime, 20-17! to 17. Mancini playing behind the runner at first, he goes, and the pitch is lifted to right by Cassianos, long run for Tucker, over toward the line, and foul territory, makes the catch, and the Houston Astros do it again! 2022 World Series Champions! Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Oh, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. College basketball starts today. <laughs> I know I'm supposed to be in a bad mood. Oh, man. But you got to be excited about the start of college basketball season. That's exactly right. Good morning, everybody. Monday, November 7. It is the T-Row in the morning show here on The Ref. We are the home of Sooner fans. A1 and Turkey Bacon with you. Sports Radio's Tom and Jerry, Toby and TJ. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Thank you for tuning us in. It was a rotten day for the state of Oklahoma on Saturday, Sooners go down to Baylor 38-35. Cowboys fall to Kansas 37-16. Even Tulsa lost on Saturday. I saw Sonny to find the tweet. First time in a long time all three state teams have lost on the state day, uh, same day. And we got to shake it off today because uh, – we got bouncing basketballs all over the place. Sooners play tonight. Cowboys play tonight. ORUTU play tonight. We got a doubleheader in the Lloyd Noble Center. We got a lot going on. The crossover is officially here. Both 
OU basketball coaches joining us live on the show today in the 8 o'clock hour. Jenny Baranchek and Porter Moser. It's going to be a big show. And we start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Tom and Jerry. Am I Tom or am I Jerry? Oh, I don't know. I'm Tom. I've got to be Tom. You're cuter than me. You'd Uh, be the Jerry. No, you're Jerry because Jerry was really the bad guy in the Tom and Jerry cartoon. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so I've got to be Tom. So. Okay, I'll be Jerry then. All right, you're I'll Jerry. be Jerry. You're Jerry. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. How are you today, my friend? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Can you tell in my voice I'm in a good mood today? You are, and I hate to do it to you, but go mm-hmm. ahead with your show. Why is that? I just don't know that you'll be in a good mood by the end of the day. Oh, you think I'm going to get beat down over the next three hours? <laughs> I think you'll be at the end of the show. You'll be like, all right, Chris, I don't think so. have a good show. I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really paid attention at all to uh, social media or anything uh, over the weekend. Our fans kind of, ah, eh, we're resigned to this was not, you know, we weren't going to win the national championship this year anyway. What's one more loss or is the house on fire? Um... I think there are a lot that say, eh, we weren't very good. Let's just keep building. Let's see where this train goes uh, next year and keep building with recruiting and uh, Brent getting his system in here. And then there's others that are like, uh, it's all falling to the ground. We're terrible. This team stinks. We need a new coach. Fire them all. Huh. So I think there's a little bit of everything. Are you telling me there's been a massive overreaction to an Oklahoma loss in college football? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, uh, overreaction, I think, is a little strong. Oh, accurate reaction is what you're Perhaps saying. Perhaps an accurate reaction. Oh, you're saying. I'm not saying that. I'm Brent just saying, Venable sh- you I'm, just said Brent Venable should be fired I did and this not isn't say working. That. I was going to say, it's not for me to say, but that's what some of the people are saying. Uh, I'm not saying that. Well, I'm saying it's an overreaction. Are you saying it's an overreaction? Oh, the fire Brent Venables crowd. Yeah, yes. okay. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. I almost trapped you there. I almost you tried trapped to trap you. me. You tried to you. trap me. Right there in that trap, I almost got you. Well, forget about that for a second. How are you, my friend? Sports can wait. Let's talk. Let's let's go heart to heart here. How are you doing? How was heart your weekend? Heart. It was uh, it was good. It was fine. It was um, yeah, it was good. It was good. Had some uh, Ted's on Friday night. Had some Juan Del Fuego on brunch uh, Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, early, whatever, however you want to put place that. What is uh, that? Juan Del Fuego. Yeah. Um, is that delicious, Mexican? Delicious little place that you can get a Mexican brunch at. Good. That's good. good. It's a good That's thing. a good thing. So yeah, you went Mexican, you, Mexican? Uh, I did. I did. Well, that was Friday night and Sounds Sunday like afternoon. So, um we don't get to go to Juan Del Fuego's often. Our schedule doesn't allow for it on a Sunday brunch. But this week it did, so we hit it second. up. Hang on a second. Eats Mexican food. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> go ahead and write it down. That was our Twice. choice. We we were in a uh, Mexican food kind of mood this weekend, I guess. Eats Mexican food twice a weekend. Okay, I got it. Man, between uh, that, not, uh, uh, it all the Whataburgers. Is, wait a minute. You've never yeah. been to Juan Del Fuego's? 
I've never heard of Juan Del Fuegos. What is it? Oh, you've got to get there. Where is it at? It is in that little shopping center that is diagonally across from Sam's here in Norman. Yeah, I know. Sam's, I was there this weekend. Yeah. Go over to Juan Del Fuegos. Juan Del Fuegos. Yeah. And what what do I get there? Um, Anything. I had the huevos rancheros. It's a breakfast place only, or that's just uh, what no. You they've chose. got regular food, but that's what they're known for is their breakfast. Right. Yeah, that's so. what they're known for Mexican yeah. breakfast. Mexican breakfast. You can get what's a Mexican breakfast? Um, well, I just put said. a little salsa in my eggs. A little salsa, a little ranchero sauce, a little green sauce. Huh. Um, they've got like combinations you wouldn't have other places, like a tamale breakfast. They've got, I mean, it's a whole menu of stuff. Holy, man, you ate a lot this weekend. I mean, it was two uh, meals. <laughs> well, you had your two Saturday Whataburgers. Uh, I did not have Whataburger Saturday. What? I had a grilled chicken salad at Brahms on my way to the game. Look at you. I said, look, I'm having a Mexican Friday night. Then I found out I'm having Mexican Sunday for brunch. I'm going to have the grilled chicken I salad at Brahms. body looking fit. Yeah, you do. All right. Yeah, very good. Did you go to the game this week? <laughs> we were at the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we had to oh, I saw your smelly, pictures. Uh, cat pee guy again, which yeah, we've talked about before. You can't put somebody on blast. On I'm going to put him on blast like right here, right here, right now. Dude, you've got to wash your clothes and you've got to wash your body before you come to a game. It is unfair to the people around you that several of us have to leave for portions of the game or others are trying to move away from you. You've got to do something about it. It is bad. There are people that refuse to go to games now that sit there. Just overwhelming. Overwhelming throws. It's just not the people like around him, like the oh, immediate man. people around him. It is rows of people. And I had oh. that verified with me Saturday after I posted. They're like telling me the section I'm in because they know where I'm sitting. That's how bad it is. Oh. And it's cat urine. That's exactly what it is. And it's caked. His shirt was caked in cat hair. And Bronx is like, I can't sit here. I've got to leave for a bit because the wind was whipping in a circle, and it was beating us down. So we went and watched the first half in the end zone, (laughs) stood down there, and we were tired of standing. And I'm like, let's just go try to go back to our seats. And we go back up there at halftime. Third quarter was just kicking off, just starting, and – we look and we're like, man, everybody's moved because they've moved away from him. So we're like, it's <laughs> from the end zone. We were like, is there any empty gaps in the stadium we could go sit? And one was in the upper level we couldn't get to because obviously you got to have the pass to get in the elevator to get up there. And I'm huh. like, man, look, the only spot, Bronx, look at this. See the section we were sitting in? And he looks up there and he goes, oh, it's just around Cat Pee Guy. I go, yes, uh-huh. those are the only seats. So we go back up there to start the second half. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I get to the steps on uh, the row we're at, and I look down, and several of the people around there know who I am. And they're like, TJ, TJ, come on, there's room. And I'm like, no, there's not room. <laughs> and I kind of pull in my hands, and they're all laughing. And then the guy at the end of the row says, dude, the two people that were with me just left. You're all the way down here. You're more than welcome to sit right here. And I said, thank you. I'm just trying to get away from Cat P guy. He goes, trust me. I've sat with it for two years now. I know. And I go, I know. We have to. I was like, I think we're getting our tickets moved next year. He goes, you can do that? I said, I'm trying. We're trying. Like, it is overwhelmingly bad. So I'm calling him out. I'm sorry, dude. I've got to call him out. Someone's got to say something. And I almost did in person, and I said, I'm not that mean. So I'll just wait till I'm on the radio because then I can be mean. 
Can the can the section collectively come together and hand him an anonymous I, letter? I think they're going to have to. Like yeah. the guy that sits next to him wears a hoodie every game and keeps the hoodie up so that it can somewhat block. I know why he's doing it. It can somewhat block his face to the side to the <laughs> to the left hand side of him because it's right there. Wow. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. No. That just added to a miserable Saturday. <laughs> Will you tell me about it? <laughs> I got my 12 year old. He's like, I've got a headache. I can't take it. I've got a headache. It's like, They're dude. a bit dramatic there, Chairman. <laughs> He's not being dramatic because you know what the adults were doing around him? I've got a headache. I cannot breathe. I can't breathe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. That's. It's the hair. You had me. I, I mean, I was in it. He said he was coated in cat hair. My face would have swollen shut. <laughs> it was. So I'm with you at this point. This, I'll sign the anonymous letter. He took letter. off this stained jacket, and I said, okay, maybe the jacket's coming off. He'll sit on it. It'll muff out the smell. And then I see the shirt's just caked in cat hair, and I'm like, ah, ah. And I did. I looked at Bronson. I'm like, you ready to go? you got to stop yep. talking about that. <laughs> Sorry, you're discussing a lot of hurts. people. <laughs> but that was one of the first texts this morning. Please, TJ, I've got to know about Smelly uh, Cat Guy. Well, now you know about it. I've talked about him before. This isn't the first time. Yeah. Perry refuses to use the tickets any longer. He will not because use the tickets because of this guy. He won't go. He won't go to an OU game now because of it. So, well, it's, uh, it's bad. <laughs> I have no less than dozens of times offered for you to be in the radio booth with us. <laughs> So my sympathy is not great. You but think Drake smells any better than that guy? Please. Yes, yes. Drake showers on Actually, a regular Drake, Drake basis. Drake does shower. He does bathe. So, yes, thank you. He washes his clothes. Teddy Lehman uses fine body wash, <laughs> expensive does body he? wash, Lululemon stuff. Uh, Lululemon you know? body wash. I didn't even know I they had even know that. If that. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but, you know. Aaron takes care of him. Uh, it smells fine in the uh, Sooner Radio booth. In fact, it usually smells like delicious food in there so anytime you need an escape we'll uh, usher you upstairs you just let me know well that stinks quite literally <laughs> the whole day stunk yeah the game the uh, smell <laughs> everything yeah. about it stunk yeah that's true uh, it was it actually was a pretty good football game it was a good wrong football team, game. Wrong yes, team wrong won team won. won I should say that, yeah. As always, OU and Baylor play highly entertaining college football games. Um, mm-hmm. That went right to the wire, as uh, somebody on the show predicted it would. And Baylor won it by three, 38-35. So we're going to talk about that today. We will revisit how we did on all of our Friday picks. We'll update you on the Ref Royal Rumble and uh, brought to you by Pizza Hut and the Hal Smith king of the mountain today we will preview a full day of college basketball day one of the college basketball season today we got a lot to get to we'll hear from brent venables 405-329-9000 if you'd like to call in today as always you can text the show the air comfort solutions text line is 405-651-3439 all right so here we go tom and jerry with you monday morning back after this the t-row in the morning show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. We are back, T-Row in the morning show on the ref statewide across Oklahoma. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. 
Norman Regional Hospital, the HealthPlex number of specialized professionals helping you with all of South Central's Oklahoma health care needs. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Morning, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Good morning. It's tough to be positive after Saturday. The defense regressed after a, a, over a month back to the three-game skid. Turnovers, penalties, controlling the line of scrimmage killed us again this week. That's from Gunny. Yeah. All right. What else you got? We'll get into football here in a bit. Uh, Tracy uh, was uh, very early in this morning saying, I need to know the story of Smelly Catman at the game. You've got it, I think. I think you've got Tr- that Tracy. Tracy and Burleson. Burleson. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Toby and TJ. Yes, thank goodness our OU basketball team starts today, which is okay. But it's okay, guys, that the Sooners are going to win in Morgantown and be bowl eligible. Thanks. Curtis B. Well, I hope so. Need one more win, TJ, to get to a bowl game. The the uh, Jayhawks are going bowling. They had quite a celebration on for the first time. Is that really true? Since '08? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see him go throw the field goal in the pond yeah, and all I the saw, celebration? Yeah, the celebration and everything. And everything. Yeah. yeah. I was. Hey, breaking for, news. I know you don't pay that close of attention to college football, but Kansas has been bad. No, no, for a I, long I know. Time. I'm saying, I for me, the the Mangino time period goes back uh, later than that. Like. I don't know. I was thinking 2010. I was only thinking a year or two, but uh, boy, that's a long time. That's yeah. a long time. Uh, four turnovers and to only lose by three—that's not terrible. Just unfortunate. And Sam Ellinger <laughs> is performing the way you would want for his tenure to be short. Good day for a great day. That's Chris Rich three one six. So two of our uh, uh, members of our Sooner Radio team had a, a fight during a commercial break on Saturday. Over how many turnovers OU had? Uh, Gabe Eichard and Stats Kelly. OU had three turnovers on Saturday. Technically, three turnovers. Uh, but they also had a turnover on downs. Downs, uh huh. And so Gabe was saying four turnovers, and Stats was saying it's three turnovers. And Gabe was like, I'm counting the turnover on downs. And Stats was like, that's fine, but that's not a turnover. And, uh, and then Gabe proceeded to do what Gabe does and just start yelling and cursing at him until he uh, whimpered into the corner. And so I think we settled on three turnovers (laughs) or turnovers. Whatever Gabe wanted, whatever whatever Gabe Gabe wanted, wanted, that's what we went with the rest of the day, I think, because he was pretty adamant about it. But, uh, yeah, technically they had three turnovers, but there was a turnover on Downs in there too. Goodness. Yeah. Gabe does not like to be disagreed with. Huh. Sydney, my way. Okay, tough we'll guy. See. We'll see who can yell the most. Okay. I'm not All telling right. I'm going to beat him up. I'm yeah. saying who could yell the most. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I can yell nonsense. I can yell, I can yell nonsense. Send the former NFL football player my way. I'll I can yell nonsense at somebody. I've done it for 20 years. Uh, the football IQ on this team is terrible. People say that BV needs his guys. It seems to be working at Notre Dame, USC, TCU, LSU without their guys. Yeah, there are some places that are having good first years under first-year head coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would include Notre Dame in that, although they did have a big win on Saturday. But it's been, a until Saturday, a frustrating first year for them as well. Uh, but, yeah, there are some places that the transition has been smoother than it's been at Oklahoma. That is true. We picked up some beautiful salmon patties at HEB mm. and cooked them in our new air fryer. It was amazing. They have amazing in all caps. <laughs> okay, I need more explanation. Nobody yet has been able to explain this to me. Why? Why was it better? 
Why was it good? Why was it better? I'm willing I'm willing to become a more of an air fryer. Just nobody can explain this to me. I bought another air fryer was yesterday. It faster? Was it was it crispier? Was it, you know, I don't really want my I don't think I want my salmon crispy necessarily, but what is it about the air fryer that is so fantastic? Uh, folks hitting the panic button just don't believe reality. OU has been winning almost all games by one score for a couple of years. Take two star, uh, two five-star quarterbacks off the team, two great wide receivers, a really good tight end, and the rest of the guys who left for graduation or the NFL. It's just not a talented roster. Let's be real. It's a rebuild, like it or not, Eric from Illinois. All right. Thank you, Eric. Uh, agree with TJ. Consistently, uh, consistent smelly people, especially on hot days at games, are awful. But on a lighter note, Toby played the Roman uh, Nose Golf Course yesterday. What a great course! Did you go golfing yesterday? No, I did not. I may, maybe he's saying on a light note, Toby, comma, I played the Roman Nose Golf. Maybe the the listener played the Roman Nose. Oh golf. yeah, he accidentally yeah. has a period in there that it was like. But on a lighter note, period. And then, like, yeah. he was starting a new sentence. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I got gotcha. Yeah, the, gotcha. Ro- the Romano's golf course is quite unique. It is a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, but I, it's impossible for me, anyway, not to lose a dozen balls out there. You're in canyons. They've got uh, beware of rattlesnake signs everywhere. It's a pretty beware intimidating of rattlesnakes. course. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's one of those... When you uh, hit it into the, you know, into the brush, you just leave the ball, TJ. You did not go try to find your ball there. It's a fun course, though. It really is tough. Uh, Vic's under the nose at the game. Uh, why is this not loading? Vic's under the nose got me through a summer anatomy class. No way, cat pee is worse than actual dead bodies. Mm. Um, dead bodies are pretty bad. Yeah. Vicks under the nose. That's Vicks not a bad thing to try. I should not. I should have remembered. Let's bring Vicks to the football game. Yeah, yeah. You know did that, you get did that you, through security. Do they allow you to? I, with, that's what I was about Vicks? to ask. That's what I was about to ask. Will they let me go through with Vicks uh, <laughs> vapor rub? And I'll say, hey, look, I'm in section such and such with smelly uh, uh, cat pee guy. Oh yes. Oh yeah. You're allowed, Vicks. Please go through, sir. You know where maybe you wouldn't have had to worry about smelly cat pee guy in the upper deck. If you wouldn't demand lower bowl seating. <laughs> I don't demand anything. I'm very grateful for the tickets that I get to use each week. So oh, okay. it just happens to be by smelly cappy no, guy. How about this? If you wouldn't demand free tickets every week. <laughs> hey, they're not free. You're paying for these. Yes. Then what does it matter? With if 20 you get years of bowl? labor. That's what oh, I'm paying okay. for them with. I see. I see. Yeah. They're the station tickets. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I pay for them. They're the station tickets. Um, ESPN Plus announcers are atrocious. Uh, We muted our our TV. Uh, It was cool to see Toby and Teddy broadcasting from the booth. What's the expiration date for remaining calm? That's from Dwayne and Norman. So they flipped over to you in the booth, it sounds like. Expiration date for remaining calm. Yeah. What does that mean? Um... I guess when can they get angry and upset and uh, start kicking oh. things? I think a lot of people did it already. Yeah. That's a personality thing. Like, uh, remain calm is a 100% of the time, all the time, regardless of what's going on situation for uh, some. And uh, absolutely panic the first time you give up a first down is the method for others. So just where do you fall on that spectrum? So it's been a rough year. Been a disappointing year. 
if you would like to lose it and start throwing things, then have at it. Uh, if you would like to fall into the, you know what, it's a rebuilding year, we'll go get him next year, I believe in Brent Venable's camp, then have at it. Everybody's going to fall in there somewhere. Doesn't really matter to me. It's college basketball season today, <laughs> Teach. Toby's moved on. He's calling basketball. I haven't, I haven't moved on. I'm just excited <laughs> that it's here. He should be. He should be. It's a new season. It's a uh, fresh start. Yeah. And uh, I love college basketball. You love college man. basketball. You love it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait tonight. We got a double header tonight. The LNC teach. That's Four right. o'clock. OU women against ORU. Seven o'clock. OU men against Sam Houston State. They call it the Big Red Rally. They're giving away like thousands of dollars. Thousand dollars worth is what they were saying during the game yeah. the other day. Yeah, it's going to be a cool night tonight. Chance uh, I at would a highly, car. Highly recommend if you could make it out today. Uh, do, do, does a ticket get you into both games? I assume TJ. Are they emptying out the arena in between? Oh, you, you know, know, I haven't seen that information. I don't know. I would assume that both. You get that into close both I would together. Think. You would think a right. ticket gets you into both, but mm-hmm. maybe we should confirm that before we start publicizing. I don't think it there's enough such. gap there to clear it and then load everybody back in. I don't. Think. I does feel like enough gap for the teams to warm up. Honestly, in between, I know the radio crew is going to be in a bit of a pickle. Right, trying to get one post game show off the air and another pregame show on the air uh, is going to be tricky tonight. But Drake's got a plan. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a fun day. Come on out if you can get off early today. Check out. Jenny Baranchek's women, Porter Moser's men, and, uh, of course, we'll have it for you on Sooner Radio today. Brian Brinkley on the call for the women. Kevin Henry and I got you for the men's broadcast tonight. So should be fun. All right, we'll hear from Brent Venables, his postgame thoughts next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. You know, I'd first like to congratulate Baylor. Thought they uh, they played a, a disciplined, tough, uh, hard-fought uh, game, and uh, d- deserved to win. You know, they took uh, they took advantage of every uh, opportunity they had uh, to to do the things necessary to win. They played with discipline, played with physical toughness, and uh, situationally played in incredibly well. Um, proud of our guys and the fight that they showed. Um, Foundationally, it, it begins with that, and but we just weren't good enough today. Uh, you know, the discipline, the physicality when we had to get a stop, stop the run, or convert. Uh, taking care of the football, maximizing or taking advantage of our opportunities when uh, you know we did uh, force a turnover. You know, we just didn't play complimentary football today. You know, their three turnovers turned into ten points. And uh, our one turnover was, you know, we weren't able to score on. Uh, they completed, uh, converted rather, uh, fourth downs, three of three. Most critical moments of the game, they were able to convert. And again, our one opportunity uh, on fourth down and there at midfield, we were not able to. Uh, our offense was good in the red zone, but so were they. You know, we needed to force more field goals. First drive of the second half, uh, we had a couple penalties down in, in the uh uh, red zone, and one of them, uh, after making a great play, and we get a, a hands to the face mask, and just again, that was uh, really how uh, we played today. You know, we couldn't get out of our own way at the right times, uh, consistently, uh, couldn't sustain 
uh, momentum that we have. We, we can't go three straight drives and play good, clean football right now. At least we weren't today. So, again, Baylor had something to do with that, and uh, but so did we. You know, and we lost all the critical areas uh, from a statistical standpoint that you got to win, you know. Uh, outrushing, uh, they outrushed us. They had, you know, less penalties than us. Uh, they had, they forced more turnovers. They were better on fourth down. Uh, and, again, in the red zone, uh, you know, we weren't good enough on defense in the red zone. Uh, again, thought that they, uh, you know, our guys, you know, will to win was there. And, again, just timeliness and the precision and the timing that it takes, uh, again, and the toughness that it takes at the, at the right moments. Well, we got to do a better job helping them. we got to get our guys better at playing with the discipline that it takes to win. Uh, again, just the most inopportune times, we, we were not at our uh, at our best, and they were. Thanks, Coach. Yep. Now, this is the fourth quarter, first play of the fourth quarter, just chose to punt, and then their big fourth down conversion on 29. Just can you talk, take us through those two series? I know that can be 2020. Yeah, no, again, a lot of it, too, is the time in the game, and again, what we've done with our uh, opportunities when we've had those opportunities. You know, are we. Uh, what's the line of scrimmage doing, you know? So, uh, again, to me, uh, not wanting to uh, seal our own fate, you know, uh, was a big part of that decision. And, uh, again, it just wasn't the right time. Did you what? like the setup on the, their last fourth and one, the big play? Well, not the big play, but the fourth and one where they made two. Were you confident that... We had a shot to stop them. They're great running teams. They're tough to stop. Yeah. Well, we had the A's and the B gaps with defenders lined up in them. So uh, that's where they ran the ball. Why do you think the team wasn't as physical today as what you would want? I don't know. Um, the other team was more physical. I don't. Why is that? I don't know. Uh, you know, we got to be. We got to be better there. We got to improve that. You know, that's an area that. Um, it's we got to continue to work on and improve. What do you uh, think of Dylan's Dylan's play today? Um, I know obviously the turnovers in the first half, um, and just the way that those in particular unfolded three tip balls uh, in, in different ways. Yeah, well, that's never you know any good. I and mean, again, we're uh, you know just throwing it high and and, um, and tips and tips or picks. You know, throwing it. Uh, laid over the middle a couple of times. We can't do that. You know, Baylor's a, a good, uh, disciplined football team, and they took advantage of uh, some, you know, some bad decisions. But I love the fight, and I love a lot of things that he did, particularly, uh, you know, you know, in the second half. You know, I thought he had, you know, came back and responded, you know, in a great way. So uh, obviously, those are, you know, those aren't ever any good, you know. Three plays and interception, six plays interception, and five plays interception, and then again we're fortunate it wasn't more, but we held them to ten points, you know, in those situations, and we got to be better. Brent, what was it? Was it a combination of all, or was one more of a factor than the others when it comes to not getting the stops? Because you kind of had them in control there for just a while, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was kind of that zone play where it looked like there might have been a bust or two, and then a couple yeah. times. Yeah, we got, caught, we got caught out of some gaps, and uh, they were 4-13, I believe, on, on third down, and again, 3-3, three three, the most critical times. 
and uh, got out executed, outplayed, outcoached in all those situations. We got to be better. Uh, not any one thing. They literally were running the ball left and running it right, and uh, checking in and out of it. And re- regardless of wherever you know they're they're sending the run, we we got we got to do a better job at physically being in gaps and having a gap side arm and leg free and uh, fitting aggressively and downhill. We got soft on you know our edges and our and our uh, secondary run support at times, and they cracked us, and we didn't do a good job at crack replacing it physically uh, got after us, you know, uh, a number of times. All right, there's a little of what Coach Venables had to say after the uh, game on Saturday. and We'll talk some more football coming up next hour, but I feel like that game played out exactly like I thought it would, honestly. Um, I didn't know who would win it, but I, it was going to go to the wire, and it would all depend on whether Oklahoma was able to physically stand up to the Baylor running game. And that was a major question for me coming into the game. I mean, they had, they couldn't early in the year. Uh, they looked better the last couple of weeks, but it was against uh, most recently an Iowa State team, and even before that, a Kansas team that aren't nearly as physical and good at running the football as Baylor is. And we know what Baylor's about. Baylor is going to line up and smash mouth, run it at you, and they're not fancy and. Uh, they're big and strong and physical, and could Oklahoma stand up to that? And, you know, you can't help but wonder what would have happened without the three turnovers and this and that, but that's a part of the game. I mean, it's kind of uh, uh, – Dylan has been good all year at taking care of the football. One interception all season until Saturday, but he wasn't, and that cost him. Uh, Baylor could have scored again. I mean, it's a three-point game, but they, it could have been a 10-point game. They decided to not to run that last one in and milk out the clock. And uh, they, when it mattered in the fourth quarter, weren't capable of physically getting the stop they had to. It looked like for a while they had a handle on Baylor's run game. In the second half, uh, late first half and in the third quarter, It looked like Oklahoma had figured it out and they had a handle on it and Baylor was in trouble. And then the fourth quarter rolled around and they were bigger and and tougher and and just kind of took it to them. And, TJ, we lifted the right kind of weights and we didn't do the, you know, all the calisthenics and all the stuff that we've made fun of the last few years and it was the same result. So... Um, that's something you got. We got to figure out. Oklahoma's got to figure that out. And I don't know if that's about recruiting uh, better players. I know that's a, a big part of it, or just getting another year into the system, or uh, whatever the case may be. But um, that was certainly uh, what happened on Saturday. And the good news is, I still think they are. They have a good shot of winning out. I think Baylor was the best team they got to play left. Uh, it won't be easy. Going to Morgantown's not going to be easy. Oklahoma State's not going to be easy. Who knows who their quarterback's going to be when they roll in here. Uh, going to Lubbock's not going to be easy. Not, all of them are losable. But I think Baylor was the toughest game that they had left on the schedule. So, uh, But that didn't make it feel any better, certainly, coming off Saturday. So we got a lot of time to talk about it today. 6.48 in the morning. We'll take a timeout. Going to be a nice day out there in the state of Oklahoma. High of 61. Slight chance of rain wherever you may live, 20%.
Saturday in Morgantown's looking chilly, high of 49, which means at kickoff we're probably going to be in the 30s. <laughs> it's going to be uh see your breath in the air type day in Morgantown. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ back with you. Brent Venables and Toby's breakdown last segment was your West Yella Gosney Sooner review. Your personal injury lawyers right here in Oklahoma City find yourself in an accident, work-related injury, something like that. They are the law firm to get with your personal injury lawyers right here in OKC. 405-800-8080. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I'm a cat person, and TJ's story about the cat pee guy is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. You guys have to tell him he smells like cat pee. He may be unable to smell it. Mm. I've come close on numerous occasions in the last two years. You would think somebody in the section would have had a conversation. I just feel like the people next to him know him, and they're the people that should have the conversation. Right. He converses with those people. I don't think he's with them necessarily. He just knows them. I don't know that they just can't bring themselves to it. Maybe they have and he just doesn't care. Maybe they have and he doesn't understand it. Mm. I don't know. Tough situation. I said something loudly Saturday to which my son elbowed me in the rib and goes, dude, that was loud. And I said, I know, but I kind of said it loud on purpose. About the situation? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I may have said something like, God, what's that smell? (laughs) (laughs) Hoping his friend would be like, see, dude, I told you. This is what happens when you (laughs) live in Gallardia with your fancy oils and your all that kind of stuff. And then you get out in the public and you're like, oh, I'm surrounded by common people. Oh, babe, you commoners. No, this is not a TJ problem. This is a Mm -hmm. multiple people. Like when I posted that on Saturday with the picture of us at the game, when someone else responds, oh, you sit in section such and such, and know where I sit, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout out to your Ida Bell listeners. Waking up this morning to continue to deal with the devastation of Friday night's tornado. Yeah. Yes. Thoughts and prayers going out to everyone. In Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. A November tornado, TJ. Yeah, I uh, I did not know about it until Saturday morning when I woke up and saw kind of, you know, mm. the damage and everything that had happened and some of the storms they had in the north part of Texas. So, yeah, thoughts and prayers and um, thinking about you. So if you're listening to us, like, we appreciate that. They need an escape from the reality. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's yeah. it. <laughs> they come here. Uh, just wanted to say. By the way, can I can I insert something before I forget? Please. I am at McCaslin Fieldhouse on Saturday. Uh, I'm in between the ref pregame show and the uh, network pregame show. And I step into McCaslin Fieldhouse, and I'm having a bite to eat, and I'm chatting with some fans, uh, OU fans. And um, one of the gentlemen I'm chatting with, his granddaughter comes up to him, okay? She is a friend of your son's. Okay. 
Ella? Is that Ella? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Comes up and says to Granddad, and she's she's got a radio and headphones in her hand. She says to him, "How do I turn it to the ref? How do I turn it to the ref?" She's like tapping him on the thigh there, and he goes, "Do you hear that?" And this little girl, sixth grade girl, is trying to turn it to the ref <laughs> radio network. Ella's not been a lifelong all, fan. She's been a lifelong fan. Not all of the ref army is, uh, you know, big old men, TJ. That is correct. We have, uh, we have all shapes and sizes. They love uh, the ref out there. Even sixth grade Ella seeking out the ref pregame show on Saturday, which is very <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. I just happened to be there, which is awesome. All right, top of the hour break. we got a lot to do. Hey, don't forget, coming up 8 o'clock hour today, Jenny Baranchek live at 8.05, Porter Moser live at 8.20, opening day of the college basketball season today. We'll be back.